The news has been dominated by one thing for the past year, COVID-19. This period has been difficult for all of us, but the huge efforts of the scientific community have meant that we've began to regain a sense of normality through the extraordinary fast-tracking of the vaccination programme. But what actually are vaccines? How are they developed? And how did they even become a reality in the first place? Stay tuned to find out. Welcome back to Medicine Simplified. Today, we will delve into the fascinating world of vaccines and how they have shaped medicine as we know it. But first, what actually are vaccines? Vaccines are a type of medicine that provides immunity to a specific disease. They do this by producing antigens from the small amounts of weakened and or dead form of pathogen in the vaccine. This triggers an immune response such as the production of antibodies. Therefore, if a person is exposed to the same pathogen again, the body recognises it, and the antigens allow the body to fight the infection. Vaccines prevent 2 to 3 million deaths every year, and also give the population herd immunity. This is where, if enough people in a population are vaccinated to a particular pathogen, people who cannot be vaccinated are also protected, meaning vaccines continue to save lives even if somebody can't take one. However, once upon a time, people weren't as lucky as we are today. Vaccines didn't exist, causing mortality rates to be extremely high for certain diseases, with one case of this being smallpox, which had mortality rates of 35%. This all changed when an English doctor called Edward Jenner created the world's first vaccine and revolutionised medicine. The call for vaccination began in 1796, when Jenner found that milkmaids who had contracted cowpox were protected from smallpox. He tested this theory by using a method known as inoculation, which was in use as one of the only ways to combat smallpox prior to vaccination. This involved exposing people to material from smallpox sores in small amounts, so they would develop minor symptoms. Using inoculation, Jenner took the material from a cowpox sore of one person and inoculated it onto the arm of someone else. Several months later, Jenner exposed the patient to the smallpox virus many times, but the patient never developed smallpox. This groundbreaking discovery was the basis of Jenner's further work, allowing him to develop the first vaccine. Nowadays, vaccine technology is much more advanced than Jenner could have ever dreamt of. Rigorous vaccine trialling processes are in place, along with heavy monitoring of any new vaccines being produced. Vaccine development is quite a complex process, so here is a breakdown of it. To begin with, the production begins with the growth of bacteria or virus in the lab, making sure many variables are managed, such as temperature and pH, as any change to the medium where the virus is grown can compromise vaccine production. Once this cell culture has grown, Millions of vaccines can be produced. Next, the sample is purified to remove any culture medium or microorganisms. Following this, the vaccine's ability to cause disease is removed, which is known as inactivation. However, the vaccine's ability to cause an immune response remains. The inactivated virus is called a valence. Vaccines can have one or more valences, 
depending on the number of diseases the vaccine jab is used to protect against. Each valence shouldn't interfere with another, so this process can take years to perfect. After this, the vaccine is added with stabilisers to ensure the vaccine continues to be stable and effective. Some vaccines are also freeze-dried to improve efficacy. This gives a powder. When this powder is administered, a dilutant is added to it. These are filled into syringes and the quality of each is scrutinised. Several tests are also performed to make sure the quality is up to standard, along with samples of the vaccines being sent to authorities for testing. If the vaccine passes all the tests, it can be distributed for use in temperature-controlled transport. This process, on average, takes 10 to 15 years. So you may be wondering how the recent COVID-19 vaccine was developed and being administered to the public so quickly. Well, the basis of research was not from scratch. COVID-19 is a member of the coronavirus family of diseases, with another member of this family being the SARS disease. Scientists had been studying this family of diseases for over 50 years, so the groundworks of how to combat COVID-19 already existed. In addition, due to the nature of COVID-19, there was worldwide collaboration regarding the sharing of data between scientists. This ability to fast-track research and clinical trials was the result of this cooperation. However, one of the most significant reasons for the speed of the COVID-19 vaccine was due to the use of mRNA technology. The COVID-19 vaccine is the first mRNA vaccine to be used in humans outside clinical trials. With this technology being such a success, it seems likely that more vaccines will be made using this technology in the future. However, the speed of the production of the COVID-19 vaccine has also caused some concerns. Recently, a tiny number of people who had been administered with the COVID vaccine, made by Oxford and AstraZeneca, have had cases of rare blood clotting. In addition, the fast tracking of the vaccines have raised concerns over the safety of the vaccine and if trials have been thorough. However, the World Health Organization has ensured that vaccine safety is its top priority, with vaccine activity constantly being monitored across the world. So, to summarise, we have discussed what vaccines actually are, how they work, the very first vaccine, how vaccines are tested, and the COVID-19 vaccine. I hope you enjoyed, and thanks for listening.